When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... It's Sesame Karachi and Carter. Okay, you're, you're sticking with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, you know what, um... What you seek is seeking you, just letting you know that, okay? Okay, I... I hope so, because I'm seeking uh, um, treasure, <clears throat> so I hope that treasure is, is seeking me. Now, is that the name of, like, a stripper you know or something, or is this... Uh, yeah, but I was, I was actually specifically referring to, like, gold and silver. Mm. And stuff oh, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no offense to her, but... but <laughs> I'm, seeking, I'm seeking, like, riches, you know, like diamonds and riches like 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 like, like guys named rich yeah yeah exactly i'm seeking riches something because you know it's a riches what you know his house i don't know and then um yeah you know you're 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 seeking several guys named rich and um and 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 a woman named treasure no not woman named treasure i told you i'm oh okay i'm uh, just i'm not understanding this an actual treasure box or trove and or could be could be both even why not greed is good according what is to, a trove i don't know what it is it's just something and then um i think a treasure trove is more like <clears throat> the hiding place where a bunch of treasure is like loosely there like not like in a box but so it's like a cave maybe where it's like a bunch of treasure like just hanging around you know what i mean um, I think that's what yeah. a treasure trove is. A trove, more... a trove, according to uh, the Oxford Dictionary, is a store of valuable or delightful things. So it could be a box, then. Basically yeah, like that. somewhere you're storing, you know, all your, <clears throat> all your valuables. Yeah. So it could be so, like a, it could be like a jewelry box. Could be your treasure trove. I kind of like the yeah. I like the phrase treasure trove yes. more though, more so than um. Than a box, but anyway, <clears throat> maybe some emeralds, or I can hit up mm-hmm. Elon Musk because he's the inheritor of an emerald mine, and he acts like he's a self-made billionaire. So he, he, he has a he has a mime named Emerald. No emerald mine, like as oh in like, oh okay. Is it like miners who are digging for like emeralds? So underage people. No, well, well, it could be actually because I think slave labor was involved. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, they probably don't have um, you know strict laws when it comes to you know, child labor, you know, you know, during that time of apartheid South Africa. That's where true. His dad bought said Emerald Mine from mm-hmm. a couple of Italian businessmen that just happened to be standing by themselves in the middle of nowhere. And then they're like, hey, bro, do you want to go buy like half an Emerald Mine for us so we can go split seas? And his dad's like, God damn it, son of a bitch! I'm in, you know. See, and then see, I started. was just, I was just hoping that this was like a mime, who like like Emerald no. Lagasse became a mime. <clears throat> and I mean, that would be pretty th- cool. That would be uh, em- but... an, an, an Emerald mime. 
so would he just have to like paint himself emerald green and then uh or just just paint himself up like a mime and then do his cooking shit oh okay yeah i guess but he couldn't say bam well no because your mind can't talk but, yeah um <clears throat> that would be really hard for him actually i think because he's so used to saying bam it'll yeah, so be like it's probably not gonna happen it'd be like so much self-control that he would yeah. You know what would be a really cool thing to review? What's that? Um, is the Emerald TV show that he was on, that he did. Oh, it's on my list. Um, okay. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that eventually. But speaking <laughs> of a show that's actually good. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Miss Marvel, episode five, um, is what we're covering today. Uh, <laughs> the episode was entitled Time and Again. It was directed by... Uh, Charmin Obeyed Chinoy and written by Fatima Asgar. So, yes. Um, what, um, what were your thoughts on this episode here? Uh, I loved it. Um, I, I thought, you know, it could have been a little bit longer, but, um, True. Well, even then, I think the pacing was all right, but, um, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was probably my favorite episode so far of the series or season. Um, <clears throat> I, I am a little bit worried. You know, Marvel has a, an issue with wrapping things up too quickly, so I'm worried that's what's going to happen with this show as well. Seems like they can't find the right place to land, even though they've done like 18 shows I don't already. Know why I don't know why lately they've been sticking to this six-episode format. I, yeah, it's like, why not just do eight? even i mean that or, or no, do as many as you need i mean it could be whatever and i mean a lot of people I mean, are like a lot of people are critical and i know that there are episodes of uh of like uh cw uh superhero shows where they're spinning their wheels and stuff sometimes yeah. because they have like 20 episodes a season or something but oh. i think the good the good the good spot is like where uh where um legends of tomorrow rest in peace had like 13 episodes a season yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we need a full-on 20, mm-hmm. you know, no. 22 episodes like Arrow would have. Yeah, because, you know, that does, you know, you're spinning the wheels and you're kind of just a bunch of filler episodes. Yeah, but like six, it seems, it just feels too short for me for these kind of episodes. I would think eight, nine, even ten. I mean, ten, would ten, be- ten, ten would be good. I mean, even like, yeah. uh, you know, like like shows like, like, Barry or Righteous Gemstones or stuff on HBO Max, they'll, or HBO, I mean, in general, they'll have like eight or ten in a, a season, and that's pretty good, yeah. you know? Yeah. It is. It could tell a story, and as long as you know, if you're telling the story good and with the right pacing, it can work. Because, yeah, like, I mean, like, you know, I like The Flash, especially season eight, I really think, fixed season seven. That was a travesty. Yeah. But and I still haven't finished. I still got two episodes left on season eight, The Flash. So that's I'm really really looking forward to watching those two tonight maybe or something. But like, uh, like realistically, you know, we really did not need 171 episodes of Arrow. We did not no. need 180 episodes of The Flash or however many that season you know series that's has. It. But like, there's a, a a huge difference between 180 episodes to tell a story and six episodes to tell a story. You know? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, Marvel has not, I mean, luckily has not um, announced yet if this is going to be the only season of the show, though. Okay. They haven't, they haven't, like, other series they'll announce, like, Disney and Marvel will say this is a limited series. They have not called this a limited series. Okay. So... I know he's getting season two, so, so that's cool. I mean, yeah, yeah they're, they're, this could possibly go the Loki route and get another season. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I hope it does. Um, it'll be interesting to see where, the, I mean if they do anything before the Marvel's movie comes out more with her, uh, she mm. is currently appearing elsewhere too. Um, same actress and everything. And Disney has a ship called the Disney wish. Okay. Which has a dining room. That's all like Marvel based, um, like stuff. Um, and, uh, there's like screens that you, a screen that you watch this, uh, little thing going on with, uh, got Ant-Man and the Wasp involved. And then there's a stuff going on on the deck of the ship that they cut to and stuff. And there's like a Ultron is attacking them. I watched the whole thing online because somebody filmed it. Um, <laughs> so okay. I might put a link to that in our show notes. Um, there's uh, but uh, 
Miss Marvel shows up in her whole um, completed outfit that we have yet to see in the series. Yeah, um, and and she she she's fighting like on the deck of the ship with uh, with Captain America, um, Sam Wilson. So yeah, okay, yeah. So cool. yeah, he's he's calls he calls her an Avenger at one point, and she's just like all excited, and he's like in training. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, and Captain Marvel's in it too, but they do not interact. Oh, so that's kind of okay. interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the 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 ship isn't just like Avengers based, though. It's like Disney in general. Like they have like a a frozen like dining room too, and stuff like that. And they have like I guess shows and stuff. But then they have like at the end of this thing, two two people dressed up like uh, Ant Man and the Wasp come out and are. And they, they, they have pre-recorded voices, obviously, because it's not, you know, it, it's not Paul Rudd and um, and what's her face, you know, so it's <laughs> Evangeline Lilly. It's but they they recorded, you know, dialogue and they're these people are like mimicking to it, but with their helmets on. So, yeah, but it, so it's, it's it is kind of cool. Um, I will link that in the show notes. Um, but anyways, uh, back to this show. I did really like this episode. It's probably my favorite. Um, this I liked this weekend last week pretty good, even though we are away from uh, we are away from Jersey, which I hope we get back to, which I think we will be getting back to next week. Yeah. Um. So uh, why don't we talk about what goes down in this episode? What what happens here? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> well, the, the ending of last episode, Najma stabs her bangle and it kind of like puts her in the past or at least a past memory of the the last night of partition where everybody was clamoring uh to get on the last train to karachi and then you know it kind of just ends that way you know trains whistling a bunch of people you know saying goodbye to each other and stuff because you know like you know, one guy said he's too old to travel and just gave his son all of his money. Really, you know, really sad stuff, you know. That's what happens, you know, when, you know, countries split apart. You know, I know people joke sometimes of like, oh, well, you know, we should just split up into two different countries. It's like, do you realize how devastating that would actually be? Like, where people have to cross borders and it's, it's no, it's not a good idea. Uh, and, uh, but anyway, so... We find out, though, that this is actually happening. This is not a memory. Um, you know, she's running into people. Uh, and then we get this really cool uh, sort of backstory thing going on where Aisha's running away. Well, well, first we get first we start out, we've got the uh, the Marvel logo turns into this really cool sepia tone newsreel at the mm-hmm. end. And we get this really cool newsreel at the beginning of the episode where they talk about the. Uh, about the partition and the uh, that the following two hundred years of British rule, India was split into a secular state with with a Hindu majority, and and Pakistan, which was reserved for Muslims. There were violent outbreaks and a mass migration. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so there was like you know I mean, two hundred years of rule from British people, and the British just pretty much just left the whole place in shambles and just left, and mm-hmm. then. So everyone, there was like no law, basically. So people were just literally picking up their torches and pitchforks. You know, like India, you know, they were, you know, the extremist Hindus were burning down all the homes of the Muslims and, you know, their fields and crops and stuff like that. Which, you know, I always love how, like, there's like the stereotype that, like, Hinduism is like the most tolerant religion in the world and... You know, it's huggable Hinduism, and it's like, mm, it doesn't seem very huggable <laughs> when they're burning down the houses of the Muslims. I'm just saying. But then, you know, at the same time, you had Hindus leaving the area of Pakistan because that's going to be a Muslim-majority country. And it's just like, I just love how people have been living in society for, like, ten to 20,000 years, and we still haven't figured out how to, like, live together at this point. It's quite no, sad, it's, actually. It's, it's, like, it's all... Yeah. It's it's sad. It's part of human nature, unfortunately. It seems. Yeah. Um. is. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to hamper on that. No, but it we, is. Well, let's get into so, the episode. But we got we got this really. I thought the newsreel thing was kind of cool though because it mm-hmm. you know gave gave some people a little bit of background that we didn't have. I mean, there there it's it's like uh. 
I, I had heard about the partition, but before, you know, before this, but that was it. Um, Mm-hmm. And I may have gotten some information from like the Gandhi movie and stuff prior to this, but um, hey, yeah. That's the movie. Good. By the way, the actor who plays Trevor was in Gandhi. played yes. Gandhi. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but but um, it, it's there is this whole uh, thing where a lot of this stuff, like I was talking earlier with my dad about this, is how like there's so much stuff in like world history and American history and whatnot that we just don't learn in school that much about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously they can't teach us everything because you only have so many limited hours in a well, day, yeah. but there are things that you're just like, really that happened. And, and the fact that it happened in the 1940s, you know, it was only, you know, like 80 years ago or something. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really not that long ago. And it, it is a really like sad history. If you read about it, I mean, I've only, read a little bit about it and it's even more sad because so like india was supposed to be a secular country with the hindu majority and pakistan was supposed to be a muslim country but the founder of pakistan muhammad ali jinnah he did not actually want it to be an islamic theocracy he wanted just to be a country where muslims could feel safe and live yeah. and like kind of be a culturally muslim country but then, of course, after he died, subsequent leaders, they kept make, turning it more and more into a theocracy, which I, I'm not sure why that feels familiar right now. Anyway, um, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, but um, and so, yeah, we got that cool part, you know, that cool um, film thing. And then we get like all the like the different because like they did the Miss Marvel thing twice, actually. They did the like Kamala, but then like they started telling Aisha story. So then they did like her, like she was the Ms. Marvel of her generation type thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They they did it twice. Um, based the intro, like where they showed like the different languages, like like um like Hindi and Urdu and I think I think um uh Tamil or Tamil yeah. and the, you know, various different languages in, in India at that time or even even still to this day. Yeah, and it was cool, like the, the, the logos did start out too with uh Miss Marvel written over a British flag. Yeah, that, so that was that that, yeah. that had bullet holes in it. Yeah, oh yes, that was really interesting symbolism. So anyway, so we got Aisha running away. This is probably right after the scene where the cave was crumbling and they all went their separate ways, and uh, a British soldier's you know chasing her through like uh, the woods or whatever, and she eventually throws a knife at him and kills him, and whatever you know he was well yeah shooter, and then uh, she she finds um, she's just kind of you know, finds herself in, like, some random town or whatever, and she's, um, there's this guy, um, kind of doing, like, a speech, he's, like, got a cane, and he's, he's basically, like, a follower of Gandhi, sort of, and he's just kind of talking about, like, don't, don't let the British, you know, conquer us by, through, like, divide and conquer, you know, by splitting, or getting, like, Muslims and Hindus and Sikhs to, like, fight each other so that we're, can't, you know, so we're all distracted from, pushing them out of our country type of thing. So he's kind of like, you know, an activist basically. And, um, or a political activist. And then, uh, British soldiers come in there with like a megaphone and they force, they break up the meeting or, or whatever. And then, uh, she's, you know, kind of staring at him and she ends up, uh, <clears throat> falling asleep under a, a tree, uh, that happens actually to be like, uh, he, he pretty much owns like a farm or like a, a rose, of, a rose farm. Oh, yeah whatever patch or garden or not garden yeah. field and uh he kind of taps her with this cane and she says you know she'll break his leg if he ever touches her again and he's like oh well that's fine i don't really even use this leg that much anyway yeah whatever. and he offers her food and stuff like that you know and shelter and then she's you know kind of standoffish for a while but she eventually kind of puts her guard down and then we kind of have a time jump a little bit we find out she's pregnant you know so that's that's yeah. Sana. and, and his name yeah and his name is uh hassan that's right hassan hassan yeah yeah and uh and and uh played by uh fawad khan fawad f-a-w-a-d how would you pronounce that uh i'm not i would have to see it spelled so yeah I'm not, uh, yeah it was f-a-w-a-d so Fawad, Fawad. Yeah. It could be Fawad. Um, Fawad. Yeah. Anyways, he's a he's I guess a really like a 
like a heartthrob in Pakistan. Like okay, like like a, yeah, he's a he's in his forties and he's a he's I mean, not to sound you know, like uh, I like dudes, but you know whatever. Um, he's very charismatic, you know what I mean. And I could see why he's I mean, a heart. Yeah, I can see why he's a heartthrob. Dude, I mean, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know he's in the spot. I thought he's in his thirties, but you know, like uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's like maybe in his thirties, late thirties, early forties, somewhere around there. He's born in the early eighties. So yeah, okay. um, so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but yeah, he 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 was very charismatic, so I can see why he's this big heartthrob in his home country. So, um, I really hope they start casting him in more things in America because he's yeah, you know, it'd be cool to see a person who looks different in movies. You know, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, there's there's only so many movies that Chris Pratt and Tom Cruise can be in. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would I see Chris Pratt playing like uh, you know in like a Pakistani yeah. movie. Like, come on, uh, you know, like you, you got your own movies, okay? Like, just, you know. <laughs> but uh, anywho, um, yeah, they 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 basically they they've got a. The, she's with child um in the scene, and we realize that it's uh. You know, obviously that's going to be um, Sana. Yeah, so what happens then? Um, we, we got another time jump um, where Sana's a baby uh, and um, the, the unrest is getting more ridiculous in India. There's yeah, Hindus are they're basically boycotting Muslims so they're not selling you know, things to them, or they're not buying, you know, products for them, you know, which is very reminiscent of Nazi Germany, where they had to boycott, where they wouldn't buy stuff from Jews. And, yeah, which was going on uh, around the same time. Yeah, it was literally going on the same time. Which is also interesting, too, is the Nazis tried to go in India at some point, because they had this idea that maybe Indians were also Aryans, mm-hmm. so they are trying to do their whole Nazi eugenic science on them. Yeah. But they they concluded that the modern day Indians aren't true Aryans or whatever. Who knows? And then uh, mm-hmm. they also went into Tibet, I think, did the same thing. They did all, all kinds of dumb phrenology shit, like measuring people's skulls and crap like that. That was a whole pseudoscience during that time. The 19th century, and then the Nazis revived it because they're idiots. But uh, but also, too, also reminiscent of early Islam because that's what the polytheists did you know, to the Muslims when they were still in Mecca before they before they moved to Medina to start their own community there. And they basically they did a whole boycott. You know, they wouldn't sell anything to the Muslims. They wouldn't buy anything from them. So they pretty much were just like being starved out essentially. And so and that's interesting too because you know Hindus are kind of polytheistic or at least some of them are. So it's almost like a repeat of history in the sense that we got. And, and then Hind- Hinduism has the, the had the the swastika as a as a as a as a symbol at one point before the Nazis adapted it. Too. The Nazis totally screwed that up, and they they yeah. even kind of angled it a little bit differently. Yeah. And, um, and, and there there was this uh this this whole um thing of uh there there was like this Hindu nationalism that was uh, very influenced by Nazis and stuff. I I listened to a whole podcast about it a while back. So yeah. Well, still is. I think that's the ruling yeah. party now of India, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, they, they rule India now, so it's like a lot of this stuff, it's like not just historical, it's happening right now again. Yeah. Because now in India, I think in India now, I'm not, I'm not here to try to throw shade on India particularly, but it's saying like Pakistan's got its own problems, but like, and obviously so does our country, but um, but like, yeah, in India, I think now you, you have to be vegetarian. I think that's the law of the land now. I think that's the requirement to be vegetarian. Then there's there's this woman, Savarti uh, Devi, mm-hmm. who is like big, uh, big like lover of Hitler and stuff too. So and she was a white lady too, wasn't she? And she, uh, I think she was. And then yeah, she, took yeah, off she, she was she was originally um, Maximina Julia Portas. Yeah. yeah, I think she was like French or something. 
So we got cultural appropriation plus yes. that's the ideology at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, so, so inter- interesting things going on there that you know a lot oh. of people don't know about, but yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean that's a rabbit hole in itself. Yeah, right so, so so let's not jump down that yet. But yeah, we'll yeah, go back okay. to Miss Marvel here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um so he's listening to like a radio program about the riots going on, he turns it off, he's he's like bitter, and then their friend next door who's hindu he comes he knocks on door and gives him some food and and hassan's like oh tell him to keep his charity we don't want it or whatever he's like it's it's no problem or whatever and you know and it's like like don't don't talk like that it's like you're you're starting to sound like the british or whatever and he's like oh well that's easy for you to say you know they're not you know basically because you're hindu you're in the majority so you're not the one being persecuted and you know so he's like you know, which happens, you get this sort of bitterness towards people who even are your friends because they're not being hurt, but you are. So then you start. Well, that's what they wanted. They wanted to divide and conquer yeah. sort of thing, you know, so Instead of projecting that frustration or hatred onto your your own friends just because they're not being hurt like you are. It's that, you know, which, again, that's a human response as well, you know. Uh, it's a lot easier to be mad at your friend who's standing right in front of you than the government who you can't do anything to change, you know. So, so Aisha's like, just like, you know, don't worry about him, he's just really upset about everything, yeah. So, he's like, oh, it's, it's okay, you know, uh, you know, I understand or whatever. So, so then, um, uh, Sana, I mean, sorry, that's on, um, Aisha, she also sees someone else standing out in the field, so then, so she goes out. And it's uh, it's Najma who finally caught up with her, and you know she looks looks and sounds very sinister. Like, oh, you know, this is where you've been hiding this whole time, and we're like, oh shit, we're we gonna have like a showdown here. And but then she hugs her, and then kind of does the whole ultimatum thing, like, oh, you want to go home, don't you, and stuff like that. It's like Najma's very devious. Like she's so oh, yeah. like she'll hug you. And she'll like she'll she'll be like affectionate, and then like in the next breath, it's like a threat, you know. And it's just yeah. like <laughs> she'll hug you and stab you in the back at the same time, basically. Yeah, um, so she yeah. basically tells her, you know, you got until sundown tomorrow to find that bangle because she lied and said that she had to hide it somewhere or whatever, but she's got it in her house. And yeah, well, she was Najma. Why wouldn't have I just walked into the house and checked myself? Like you know, but whatever. Um, unless, she didn't, unless she didn't want to cause a scene or anything, you know. Well, maybe um, not. Care yeah, about I don't that, she but, probably wouldn't uh, care. Yeah, <laughs> but she is very patient. She waited, you know. <laughs> well, the thing is that she, because Aisha had a, an excuse, because initially because they were all like running from the bridge, yeah. so she didn't automatically assume that Aisha was running away from her. You know what I mean? So yeah was kind of an excuse, I guess, you know, um, which I'm not really sure because if the dude from the Red Daggers was able to, quote, sense the Noor, you know, uh, from Kamala, and she'd only been there for, like, a day, you know, how was Najwa not able to, like, sense the Noor of Aisha for, like, ten, well, more like two or three years or whatever or even you know I mean? or, or, or even after that or sauna yeah, like yeah like so that's <laughs> i don't know that's kind of a weird uh yeah. maybe a mistake but whatever uh so so aisha then she's the one saying we need to move now and hot mm-hmm. kind of like not really buying it because he was literally the one that's been saying we need to leave this entire time and aisha saying no we need to stay we need to stay and then suddenly yeah. she's we need to move and he's like, mm, what? What are we really running from here? Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, you never asked me what I was running from in the first place. And the the thing I, I wonder that. too is like, if she wouldn't have met um, Hassan, um, would she have still been running, or would she have tried uh, to go back? I mean, is it because she fell in love? Did did love stop her from going back, or was she actually really running from Najma to begin with, or was it that she was running away from the soldier and then? fell in love and now now had a purpose to stay on earth see i i don't know i think it may have been that because i don't know if she knew um well i don't know see that's the thing because you needed the two bangles to to um to to do the thing right yeah. so she knew that 
<clears throat> she wouldn't have been able to do it on her own anyway. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, know, is where is the other Bengal? I uh, yet yeah, who knows? That's that's the good question, right? Who knows yeah. where it belongs or who has it? Or that's when you talk about if, that in speculation. But yeah, if it has it, I don't even know if it even exists. Who knows? But uh, it, so like yeah, I don't know if she was if she just like found a new purpose in life or. It's possible that she may have not even known it was dangerous to, you know, maybe Najma was the one that did all this research about how to actually do it and what yeah. it would actually entail. Because Aisha just seems, even before she started running, that she was too kind to, like, destroy the world. Yeah. To, you know I mean? Like, she just didn't seem like she had that kind of um, personality, whereas Najma is anything, you know, by any means necessary type of... I, I also noticed, too, if you noticed that throughout the subsequent episodes that Najwa's face seems to get more like darkened like not not dark as in like skin tone but like almost like a shadow yeah the way they're like li- the way they're lighting her it almost like seems like they're making her look more evil with mm-hmm. each episode like not again not by color skin based but yeah. just like a lighting I, under- issue I understand yeah yeah well, anyway so what else happens after that okay then? so so She's insisting that they leave, and uh, they uh, she um, she comes clean about her magic, showing him the bangle while um, demonstrating her powers. Um, she she insists that Hassan get Sana on the train no matter what happens, and he insists that nothing is going to happen, like nothing bad's going to happen. Um, yeah. so. While they're trying to get on there, um, Aisha separates from her family, um, basically to protect them from Najma, because Najma is determined to find her in the Bengal, or find the Bengal. Um, while doing that, um, she Aisha gets stabbed by Najma, um, f- because uh, Najma believes she's uh, betraying the clandestines. Uh-huh. Um. So she goes uh, searching for the Bengal, and in this whole chaos, Sana is somehow separated from her father. Like the story, yeah, that, they, that they've told, that and famous um, story. <clears throat> and uh, Aisha's there dying, and she's grabbing onto this photo that has uh, her husband and her baby in it, and her, and she keeps uh, you know looking at it, and then she just casts out this spell by saying the words uh, from the poem earlier, that what you seek is seeking you. Oh, that's right, yeah, because Hassan was like pretty much wooing her by reciting poetry to her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently that still works, guys, so I don't know. Um, You know. Well, maybe, I don't know, it worked in the 40s, or whenever that was, the 30s. Yeah, I mean, no, it's maybe now you need to make a TikTok video or something, I don't know, but like, (laughs) you know, or Yes. Maybe, 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 you know, rap a love song or something. I don't know. what. Yeah, a mumble rap, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so so uh, she keeps uttering that. That's what's, you know, inscribed that we learned in the last episode is inscribed on the uh, on the Bengal. Um, yeah. And uh, so then Kamala comes back. And uh, she finds Aisha dying, and uh, Aisha tells her everything she needs, you know, before she's passing away, basically saying, you know, that she needs to save Sana. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, basically, uh, um, she, she reaches Sana, she finds Sana, like, you know, when she's, she's like yelling out for her mom and dad, like, you know, um, and she's lost and like all these, you know, you know, adult sized people are walking by and she could easily get trampled because she's like, what, like two years old or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Um, so she's, uh, she, you know, which is sad, you know, just to know that that probably did happen to actual kids yeah. like, like her age. Um, and, uh, so it ends up being that Kamala is the one that helps her 
to get to back to her dad using her powers. Yeah. Even though the story was told that it was Aisha. So. Right. Yeah. Or or something or just something in general that. Yeah. Some stars know. stars guided her. And so basically that, it was her powers yeah. that, you know, led her back to um, Hassan. Yeah, and also the reason why it was stars is because she was doing her block things, you know, like mm-hmm. stepping ladders or whatever, stepping stones. Yeah. But then she got knocked over by some guy or whatever, and then it like became stars. It basically like she lost her power, her control or whatever, and then that's why they all looked like little stars, basically. And then, and then she was like, "It was me. It was you know me the whole time, or or whatever." Uh, and then, oh, so do you want to continue? Or do you want me to you jump go, in? You can go ahead. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, she she's like, you know, you want to play a game or whatever? And she's like, yeah, yeah okay. Um, you know, I can't do stars. I can do these little things though. So then she's got, then you know, she gets knocked over. Stars goes to her dad. Um, and then she wakes up and she's back in the present. Then, and then we find that like a, uh, the veil has been opened like somewhat. So, um, <clears throat> not Najma, I forgot the other lady, the, 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 the black lady, I forgot her name. Um, <clears throat> oh shit. I only knew Najma and Adam. I didn't really know the other names. I don't um, know. I mean, we don't really get their names too much, you know, it's like, okay. yeah, she um, might not have a name. <laughs> well, she walks in first. What's that? I, she might not even have a name. Who knows? <laughs> oh, okay. In the story. I thought they all had names. Maybe not. Um, yeah. It, um. Uh, so she she walks in first and she pretty much just gets turned into dust and then Naj was like oh I can do it after I just saw my friend like die right in front of me but I, I can do it because she's so <laughs> arrogant like that I guess yeah. and she thinks she's special and got more power so then I mean I I just, I backed out one time but you know I saw my friend rock right into a uh, into a furnace and yeah. um I thought hey I'm not gonna burn up. Yeah, no, that didn't. I mean, happen. yeah, happens because so that's like, basically um, what she's doing. It's like what the hell? I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so Kamala gives the whole speech of like, you don't need to do this, and you know, you 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 destroyed my family, but you you still have Kamran, and then and she basically like, I don't know how, but she like I guess transfers her essence into Kamran. Yeah. Right before he walks through the veil. Yeah, maybe we'll find out so more like next week. It. Yeah. So I don't know now if that was like Najwa having a change of heart and she's closing the veil, or if it's she transferred her power to Kamran so that having them two combine together to have more power to then open it again. I don't knowing Najwa, she probably doesn't give a shit. So she probably just did it as a uh you know. It's kind of weird if you think about it, though, because now you got the essence of your own mom inside your body. It's just kind of weird, but like, yeah, it's okay. like I don't know if it's an essence or just the powers that transferred. Who knows? You know. Well, it could have been both, or maybe just the powers. I don't know. But now, mm-hmm. so now Kamran's got his like luminescence type of thing going on a little bit. It looks like from the comic books, like his the way his hand kind of yeah. glows. It looks different than like. Kamala's powers, dude. It's like yeah, it's different than Kamala's, yeah. And this is different because these are like natural powers that just now belong to Kamran. Like he doesn't need a bangle or any kind of device to activate it. It's just yeah, him. So now he's like the more powerful one. So I'm hoping he's not going to turn evil and then you know um, type of thing or get possessed by his mom. Even that could yeah. be a factor, well, you know, because. And we find out too, so I'm kind of jumping ahead actually, aren't I? But um so is am I jumping ahead or not? No, because then um her mom and oh her mom and are having like a fun conversation where they're like, I keep calling, like she's not picking up, and her cousins are like, Well, why don't you just go in like the phone thing and track her phone? And she's like, You could do that, like spyware, but for parents, and he's like, uh kind of <laughs> Yeah. Like, why am I now just finding out about this? Is what she was just saying. Like, why am I now just finding out about this? So they track her phone down and they, they, she sees, um, she sees her like doing her powers or whatever. So she's like, you know, are you that light night girl or nightlight or whatever, light girl? 
thing and she's like who's that boy like she cares more about this guy she's hanging out with than you know like <laughs> so yeah she asks you know, you're that light girl <laughs> yeah you're that light girl because they still are, you know call her nightlight or hardline yeah. or whatever, you know these dumb names and uh and then her you know grandma's there too with her and also so we find this cool thing where she goes and and leaves to say goodbye to to um Kareem, or was it? Yeah, it's Kareem, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, um, uh, Muniba, her, her mom, picks up um, uh, Kamala's necklace, and now it's got the shape of the her kind of like her logo or whatever, the yeah. lightning bolt thing or did whatever. You, did you mention that uh, that, that uh, she gave the photo to to uh, her grandma? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she gave. Yeah, cause, 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 um. Uh, Sana said that she, the only picture she had was with her father, and she yeah. drew a picture of what her mom looked like, looked like what yeah. she could remember. Yeah, yeah, but so so we've got this uh, symbol here now created the lightning bolt type symbol, mm-hmm. um, in the necklace. Then um, makes me wonder if that's going to inspire because we did find out in the previous episode that uh, Maniba. Um, made costumes and stuff for her friends and stuff when they were younger. Oh, okay. So it makes me wonder if her final costume is actually going to be made by her mom. So, so then we have um, we we did have um, this uh, we did find out too that uh, I forgot about this um that uh um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Kareem is wanted by the U.S. government. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, anyways, we we get back to the we get back to the house, um, to uh, to the grandmother's house. We find out that uh, we we're looking at some old pictures of um of Maniba when she was around uh, Kamala's age, and we find out that she wanted to go off to chase that uh music star uh bruce uh springfield uh-huh. which was uh you know was actually bon jovi yeah and then um so uh then what happens here uh let's see here um we um <clears throat> we get back to the stage by the way Bruce Springsteen's a better musician than Bon Jovi, but no, no matter. And then, uh, yeah. And then we get back to the states. Kamran shows up inside of um, uh, Bruno's like studio apartment, I guess, or whatever. And then uh, he basically asks him if he can like just stay there. And Bruno thinks it's just for like the night, but he wants to just basically live there until his mom like picks him up from clandestine school or whatever and then uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he knows that he's got like her essence in him now or something like no. that. I don't think so he but probably has no idea that she's dead oh, okay sorry someone was talking to me um <clears throat> what was that and um she, and he probably ha- obviously has no idea that she's dead obviously you know so um yeah so um so Bruno's like oh uh, she's not gonna come back for you blah 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 and he's like you don't uh, you don't know her like I do or you know blah 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 and um Bruno's like yeah well my parents aren't around exactly around either so he's kind of just sort of projecting his own pain maybe on and and we had learned uh because they wanted to start over their friendship and we do realize that Kamran actually thought that Bruno's name was Brian. Yeah. So it wasn't him trying to be a dick. No, um, it wasn't. It was just a um, mistake. Yeah. And then a drone shows up from the DODC. I guess they were tracking him or something. And then uh, uh, he instinctively kind of just aims his arm and at it and it just kind of blows it up. And then Bruno's like, wait, you have powers too? And then like, as soon as he said to it, like cut off and the like huge explosion. So like, oh God, we just blow up the Circle Q and the uh, in the, you know, the apartment complex or whatever from, you know, his untapped power, essentially. Maybe he used too much, didn't know. Yeah, hopefully they didn't blow everything it. up. Um, yeah, and then that was that was it. That was well, yeah, and, 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 and Bruno's like, you have powers too? So, yeah, it's like, what the... <laughs> so that's how we end. 
Um, it literally explosion. So it's like, oh god, hopefully no one got hurt or you yeah. know, um, yeah. So uh, uh, why don't we just jump into speculation? I'm not going to take a break in this episode. So um, why don't we just okay. jump right into speculation here? Because um, I'm just wanting to talk more about this. Um, what what do you think is going to happen in the finale, or hoped that happens? Uh, I think they're going to go back to Jersey probably. Um, Either we can have a showdown between Kamala and Kamran slash Najma, maybe taking over, possessing his body, <clears throat> or maybe they're facing off against the DODC, or maybe they're both going to face off against the DODC, or maybe they're going to fight each other for a while, and then the DODC is going to catch up with both of them, and then they're going to join forces to you know, kind of stave off the DODC, and then Kamran's going to be able to maybe kind of like escape his mother's sort of possessing of him or whatever and just become like his own person or who knows, you know, because yeah. I read that he kind of was a bad guy sometimes in the comics, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I hope they don't turn him into a villain, um, especially not in the last episode of the season. Yeah, so I don't yeah, um, I don't really know what else. I, I, I mean I, I mean basically our, our bad guys are the uh are the um DODC. Um that we have left because you know all the clandestines are basically dead and uh yeah <laughs> except for cameron um yeah so i don't so um I don't yeah and then um yeah i mean i i think an interesting thing because we got like secret wars coming up soon too and stuff okay so it might be interesting if uh maybe the what is it the the um, they're the Cree and the what's the other scroll? If it's one of those people in disguise that are actually the DODC, yeah. Depending on who's going to end up being the villains in the Secret Wars, because they're both kind of good and bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm thinking that maybe the DODC is like scrolls or something for the you know possible uh uh secret wars that is coming up and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know who knows you know that could possibly be maybe that'll be revealed in the episode or i don't know i'm still hoping that we get like harold danvers or something in the episode yeah well aren't the scrolls supposed to be kind of the good guys though now and they well they were in miss marvel but maybe that was right. just but it could have just been some of them because you know obviously oh. you know just because some are good doesn't mean they're all good. Well, no, but they're also working with Nick Fury and stuff, so I was just well, wondering. Yeah, um, but but it might not be all of them. Okay, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, on Earth we have assholes and we have good people. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, I kind of hope and know they'll also wrap things up with the stuff that was going on in the community because that seems like they kind of just dropped that story oh i know they need to do something yeah well i hope we'll we'll know about what happened to nakia whether or not she's on the moss board member that was a cool storyline that i wanted to know more about oh i know especially the dodc was like disrespecting the moss by walking in there with their shoes on and you know that very culturally insensitive you know type of stuff and and we do need a we do need a reconciliation there too between um um, Kamala and her too because yeah they, uh, so it's, yeah I hope that they're not just gonna skip over all that and mm-hmm. you're like because again like I was just thinking of like the Moon Knight finale like like lately and I was like how disappointing now that was where it's like you know we had like two great episodes of building things up and then it was like the rest of the show now is in Egypt like you know like and and, and then we have like I mean it, it seems like Marvel does that a lot with their last episodes like I liked the last episode of Hawkeye. Yeah, that was good. That was a good episode, but like, and and I kind of like the fucking Winter Soldier last episode, but I, you know, when you go back onto that show, it's like not as necessarily a great, you know, show overall, like pacing. Yeah, was. but you know, in WandaVision, I didn't really like the last episode either as much as the rest of the series. So yeah, it, it, they do drop the ball a lot on the finals, so the finales. So yeah, we'll we'll see what they do, um, and we can talk about it next week, and hopefully that'll be a good one you know 
Um, yeah. Any other final thoughts or anything before we wrap things up? Uh, no, just just um, you know, just uh, maybe learn more about <clears throat> you know other cultures and stuff like that if you interested in like sort of maybe the, the background to the show of like you know her pakistani muslim culture and heritage and things like that you know if you want to if you don't want to whatever but uh it kind of gives you a little bit more sense of just understanding i guess a little bit you know the sort of like the unspoken things you know um yeah within the show itself uh but um but you know I like learning about other people. Maybe other people don't. That's their thing, but I like to, you know, um, and associate with other people and kind of just, you know, um, I don't know, learn. I'm sound kind of stupid right now. Just learn from them, you know, because, you know, not every culture has all the answers to life and things like that. So if you associate with more people, you actually learn some things that you don't know. Which I know is a bad thing these days, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's, it's not a bad thing, thing, but some people think it is. <laughs> yeah, some people say, yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, um, yeah, just, I mean, overall, just be good to each other, people. Um, learn from each other. Um, anyways, uh, check out all2real2.com. Uh, for for all of our stuff, um, <laughs> yeah, um, check out our tea public. Um, I was recently on a podcast too that you might want to check out. Um, called uh, the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I think that's the correct name of it. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Um, yeah, talk. I'm talking about uh, the 1978 um, Halloween movie because we had to talk. I, they asked me to talk about my uh, favorite horror film, and that's. At the moment, my favorite horror film. It changes, um, but <laughs> so we, we talk about that and a lot about the Scream franchise and a lot about the Halloween franchise in general. Um, so that's a good listen if you get a chance to listen to that. Um, if you like hearing my voice, if you don't, well, I don't know why you're listening to this, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um... But anyways, um, yeah, just. Share our show with people if you can. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it these days. And um, until next time, folks, Bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Thank you.